Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode number 64 of the Website Coach Podcast. And this week, I'm talking about taking a break in your business. Because it's that time of year. We're coming up to the Christmas holidays and certainly talking to a number of clients, they're looking forward to having a break. Many haven't had any real time off since the summer. And some even continue to work throughout the summer. They need a break. And maybe you do too. I know I do. We'd planned a three-week break in the summer to go on a big family trip to Canada. But then COVID hit my family (laughs) and we had to cancel. Now, don't feel too sorry for me, though, because we did end up having a fab 10 days in Croatia instead. But it was a shorter break than I had intended, and I have worked pretty solidly since. A lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners worry about taking a break. What if their clients need them? And even worse, what if they end up going elsewhere? But there are so many benefits to taking a break. We all need time to rest and recover. Although, I must admit, if you've got small children or a hosting family at Christmas, you might not think it sounds like a break. It's just a different kind of work. But I firmly believe that time away from our businesses makes us and our businesses stronger. I don't know about you, but I get all my best ideas when I stop. And if you plan it properly, your clients will understand. They're probably taking a break too, to be honest. And they're not going to go elsewhere. Now, I'm not talking here about a long break, prolonged break, just a couple of weeks. And I'm going to talk about what I'm doing in this episode, as well as some thoughts on what else you could do or what you could do instead. So the first thing is to plan it in advance. If you suddenly decide to take a few weeks off in your business, it's going to look very different to planning one in advance. Now, of course, there may be times that you do suddenly need to take a few weeks off, for example, due to illness or an urgent family issue. And it's always worth having a different plan to deal with that. But that's not what I'm talking about in this episode. If you do know that you want to take some time off, you should ideally think about this some weeks or months in advance. It will go a lot smoother if you do. And once you have decided to take some time off, the second thing is to book it out on your calendar. So you might not be completely sure of the exact dates further in advance. So in that case, I would suggest booking out more time rather than less. You can always release dates from your calendar. I use an electronic booking form, Dubsado, which I talked about on episode 62 of the podcast just a couple of episodes ago, which is how I use Dubsado in my CRM. And anybody who wants to book a call to talk about new websites with me can book it directly through Dubsado, which syncs with my own electronic diary. So booking dates out of my electronic diary means that nobody can schedule a call with me then. Now, you need to be disciplined not to just add one or two things when you're supposed to be taking a break. Of course, if there's some amazing opportunity that needs you then, then you can always say yes, this is not set in stone. Taking a break doesn't mean to say that you have to take a continuous break of so many weeks. If you get an amazing opportunity that comes up and it has to take place during that time, then, you know, you can have a day's work in the middle. The whole thing here is to be 
fairly flexible, but make sure that you do get that break as well. And then the third thing is to let clients know in advance. If you want to take time off from working with clients, it's only fair to let them know ahead of time. So for me, when I'm working on a new website with a client, it's about a six to eight week process. And this means that if I want to take time off at Christmas, all clients from the end of October, beginning of November will potentially be impacted. So I made sure to let clients know before they book that I would be taking time off over Christmas and that this would add two weeks onto their timetable. And it's slightly different for clients whose website I've already built and now maintain. They often have things they want or need me to do too. They tend to be obviously be much smaller. So I make sure I tell them in advance as well. And crucially, I put a deadline on them sending me any work they want doing before I stop for the holidays. Otherwise, they could all send me things they want me to do day before. I'm sure you've been there too. Certainly when I worked in corporate, when you said you were going on holiday on a Friday, uh, come Thursday nights and suddenly people would dump a whole load of things on you uh, because they needed it doing while you were away. So um, yeah, don't do that. And depending upon what you do, you might still need to be contactable over the break. So for me, websites still need to be maintained. And websites can still go down or break. Thankfully, that's rare. But I wouldn't leave clients high and dry without a website. And I make it clear that in the event a website does go down or breaks, I will sort it out. I mean, maybe not during Christmas lunch, but I will sort it out. But I'm not helping out with anything else, including last minute edits that shouldn't have become urgent. I have done this too many times before. And if you do still need to be contactable, I would highly recommend putting boundaries in place. But I also use a different email for support requests, and I can keep an eye on that during breaks. And it means I don't have to keep checking my main inbox. The fourth thing is to work out what can be dropped while you're away. So, you know, as a small business owner, there are lots of things that we end up doing. And many of those things need doing consistently in our business. Things like marketing, invoicing, admin, those kind of things. When you're taking, when you're planning a break, you therefore need to decide what's going to continue during your break and what's not, or what's continuing at a lower level. So for example, are you going to post on social media? That's probably the biggest question. Or are you taking a break from it altogether? Or are you posting less? Maybe you'll stop posting on your Instagram grid, but sometimes post on your stories. And you just got to decide what's right for you. There is no right or wrong answer to this. If you regularly blog or have a podcast, are you going to publish content during your break? Are there any ongoing tasks which need doing on the client side of your business? Can you automate any of these so you don't need to be present for them to happen? So all the websites I maintain for clients are backed up automatically every day. I pay for this service, but not only does it save me time, which it does, but it means it always gets done every single day even on days when I'm not working. If you've got a membership or a course, what are you going to do? Are you pausing it? Are you providing pre-recorded material? Or are you continuing at a lower level? Are there any invoices which need sending out while you're away? And I recommend thinking about what really needs doing whilst you're on your break and what can wait or be dropped. 
I know certainly I write a very long list. Which leads on to the next point, number five, which is get ahead. So it goes without saying that for things that you can, you should get ahead. So if you decide that you are going to post on social media while you're taking a break, then you need to write and schedule these posts ahead of your break. Similarly for any blog posts or podcast episodes. Now, (laughs) that's often easier said than done, I know. You need to decide what you're able to do. You need to be realistic. And it might end up being that you're forced to post less because you've not been able to do as much before the break as you've intended. And obviously, the earlier you can plan out how many posts, episodes, etc., the better. And as I've just said, I write down a full list and I prioritise it. If you're struggling to fit it all in before you go, then think about what you can do that's easy. What can you create quickly? This might not be the time for sophisticated reels, long blog posts or detailed workshops. And whilst you don't want the quality of what you do to drop, look at what you can repurpose or make easy. I know for me, I'm going to be encouraging the members in my marketing membership to go through the resources that are already there rather than creating new ones for the break. It's a really good time for people to go through some of the workshops that they might have missed or that are worth revisiting. There's an awful lot in the marketing membership already. Don't overwhelm people with more, especially as they might also be taking a break. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is what I call the shoulders. I don't know about you, one of the things I find when I go on holiday or otherwise take a break is the run-up is very hectic trying to get everything complete, especially if you're trying to create content and other things for the break, so you've got more on. And often... There are things which just don't get done. And of course, there's a large list to do when you get back. This year, I'm trialling something different. And I'm going to tell you what it is. (laughs) I planned to take two weeks off, but I'm actually taking a three-week break. So I will do some work in the few days after I officially finish and a few before I officially start. But I'm clearing my diary three whole weeks. And during those three weeks, I'm not planning on doing any client work and I'm intending to have everything I need completing before my break done before then. But it means there's a couple of days contingency if I need it. Okay, hands up when I need it because I know in practice I'm going to overcommit and I will need that time. But those extra days also give me some time to do some of the things in my business that are hard to do when you're working in your business. You know, I don't know about you, but normally when I'm working, I just don't get round to many of the things I really want to do in my business because I'm doing a lot of client work or I'm in my inbox. So during that, during those three weeks, the working week and the other two, uh, but not the other two weeks, I intend to plan out the first quarter. I intend to get ahead on some marketing content again for the first quarter, write some SOPs that I've been meaning to do for ages, and I might just might even get around to updating my own website during that time. Now I probably won't work full-time during those days. The intention is not to start the break frazzled. And if you can't take off longer than your planned break, then at least try and make sure your diary is a bit lighter in the run-up to your time off and in the first couple of days back. You don't want to undo all the benefits of the break straight away. 
And finally, point number seven, make sure you enjoy your break. I will be checking my support email account and I will be posting some ad hoc content. But I'll also be spending time with family. We've theatre booked, a couple of nights away, there's Christmas TV to watch and chocolate to eat, of course. Plus, there will be a mountain of cooking and laundry to do as we host family here. And I've got my eldest back from university, which I'm very much looking forward to. But he has already worked out how many clothes he has to last him till the end of term without having to wash again. Maybe a break isn't such a good idea. (laughs) So to wrap up here, with some planning and working ahead, taking a break from your business for a few weeks is very doable. And in fact, you don't need to tell me that it's highly recommended to recharge your batteries. I don't know about you, but my best ideas always come when I give them time and space. And the key to making this work is to work out what you need to do ahead of time. Make it as easy as possible. Can you reuse or repurpose previous content? Block out your diary so nobody can book anything in without you noticing. Let your clients know ahead of time. And clear your diary for a few days either side to ensure you do get a proper break. And of course, make sure you do take a proper break. Switch off from work completely if you can. Now, this podcast will be continuing over Christmas. I intend to repeat one of my most listened to episodes from the year. I wonder whether you can guess which one that was. And I have another that I plan to repurpose. The plan will, of course, be to have these recorded and scheduled before I take my break. I hope you found that useful. I would love to know what you're planning to do over the Christmas time, whether you're planning to take a break or not, and whether you're going to be posting on social media and scheduling things ahead of time. So please do let me know. Um, You can email me at say hello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk or you can contact me on my Instagram DMs. I'm at beyondthekt. That's it for this week. Have a great week and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business, or scaling it. And see you next week.